Hello, it's Lena here. How are you? I hope you're okay. This is a little bit of a lengthy episode. Um, it, funnily enough, I did loads of throat chakra stuff before this podcast. So I definitely started rambling and talking a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, make sure that you stick the kettle on, have a coffee, a tea or whatever else is like your go-to comfort drink and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Welcome back. I am feeling really excited and inspired today and I actually thought I'd take this opportunity to talk about what is going on astrologically at the moment um and I'm feeling like this might actually be a regular thing that I do when I record these just to tune into maybe what's going on at the moment whether that's kind of like moon phases which I know I've spoken about before um or anything like that but just something really interesting has been going on for me in the last couple of weeks and I just wanted to share a little bit more around that and you guys might resonate with this and there might be things that actually really land for you and make sense and so I'm recording this on the 6th of August 2019 and a week or so ago I was doing some meditation so one of the practices that I like to do actually is um, meditation and then I do like a little bit of Reiki self-healing so a little bit of energy healing and then I always have my journal in front of me and sometimes after I come out of that healing session or that meditation I feel like writing things down sometimes I do sometimes I don't I don't have it too structured I just see how I feel and something which I've been really getting into for the past year, maybe 18 months, maybe even a little bit longer, is connecting into spirit guides or connecting into different types of energy as guidance. So last week I was really tapping into yeah, what guidance I could sort of bring through and the only way to explain it when I was doing this journaling, the one of the messages that was coming through was as if I was on the edge of something. Um, on the edge of, I wasn't sure what, it was almost like I was on the either the edge of like self-discovery, an epiphany, or like a new energy. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and sometimes before like something shifts energetically, you can feel different and sometimes actually your mood can be different sometimes our mood can be a bit low and sometimes we can feel um, a little bit stuck and sometimes that happens for a reason so that that we then change and transform however this time it's not felt like that I felt really kind of ready and I felt like the guidance I was getting through was to be like really prepared for what's coming and I was like okay like I really don't know what this is and then of course just as I just start to kind of digest that I start getting really vivid dreams like super vivid and again really echoing what had come through this guidance that there's something on the horizon there's something which I'm just about to kind of step into and 
of course this is like amazingly exciting and then you're kind of just waiting for something to happen then when you feel like you're in that space and then I started researching what was going on astrologically and then this kind of just blew my mind and for me it all just made sense um in two days time we are going to be at the very peak of the lion's gate portal which begins to open around the end of July around like the 26th of July this energy portal this real cosmic energy starts to kind of come into our awareness and this is all to do with the alignment of a star in the night sky which lines up with the earth and it has this beautiful supportive nourishing energy that really can transform and activate our being in so many different ways it's regarded actually that our consciousness can just really really shift so we're basically coming towards the very peak time of this which is on the 8th of august so the 8th of the 8th month Um, there's also some numerology reference in there as well so you can research if you're really interested in that date Um, go and have a google search and do your own kind of self-study see if you kind of resonate with this Um, and this energy is still here and then it starts to kind of dwindle back down after the 12th of August so we've had this kind of big window and it's just been really interesting that I felt like my guidance or these energies have been preparing me for this Lionsgate portal and I didn't even realize and it's been like you know there is something that's going to be happening or there's something that's going to unfold from this time so reading about this lion's gate and then finding that I was getting this guidance that I was on the edge of something new or like new energy was coming in it all just kind of slotted into place for me I was like right okay this is really like interesting and fascinating um and it could be that you know you felt something similar or this might just be something that you're really interested in learning about Um, And then I just really kind of sat with it and tried to understand like what I should do at this time because I felt like I was getting guided to prepare or do something with this. And actually what I've decided to do is just be really conscious and mindful of just everything that I'm doing, doing everything with a really conscious awareness, like even from like what I'm eating to like conversations I'm having, um, you know, how much time I'm on my phone, all those kind of things and just really observing what I'm doing. And then there's just like so many synchronicities that have been coming up when I just start to slow down a little bit as well. And I'm just seeing like lions everywhere. It is Leo season. And I actually did mention this. um, I can't remember when the date was, but a few weeks ago, I might double check when that was, but I was getting so many lion synchronicities or feline energy and just so many things and again I was getting like dreams or I was like seeing them um and even things like around my house which I've had for years like all of a sudden it would like really stand out I'd be like oh yeah that's actually a lion (laughs) it was just really really crazy um so I've definitely felt like there's been a big part of my spiritual practice has been around really observing what's going on around this time So like I'd mentioned that this Lion's Gate portal, which is starting to peak um, on Thursday, the 8th of August, 2019, could be a really interesting time if you um, identify with being connected to the stars 
or you're interested in astrology, if you're sensitive to energies, this could be a really cool time just to observe and notice what happens. Um, I sometimes find with these um, portals or these gateways or these channels or these times when things start to be heightened that for every single person, they're really different. I'll be totally honest, the, the previous years when we've had this portal opening I have not had anything that profound at all I've not really noticed it it's just been you know another occasion that's happened astrologically and and that's kind of been it whereas I feel like this year it's really really different so you know it's please don't feel as if like if you're a sensitive spiritual person and you're not aware of it that you know there's nothing going on it might just be that you're resonating with it in a slightly different way and I believe that the universe as well will give you what you're ready for to receive so don't get too caught up in it if you're just like you know not feeling totally aligned to it that's absolutely fine um and it's about being really honest and compassionate with yourself when we go through these different things um so yeah just thinking about maybe practices that can support you through this time so some of the things which i um I've been exploring a little bit and i actually shared this on my instagram so some of you might be already aware of this but I've just found my dream time to be a really cool way of noticing things. So just keeping like a notebook next to your bed, a journal, and when you wake up in the morning, you can just jot down just some of the key, maybe themes or feelings that you had from your dream time. And also if you are feeling like you just want to get really connected into this kind of cosmic energy, getting outside at night and just being under the stars. August is such an amazing time for stargazing. It's just the best. So if you do have some time, even if it's like five minutes, just like grab a blanket and just get really cozy and just find somewhere and just do some stargazing. Um, I think it's gonna be a really, really magical time to, to get into that. Other key things, of course, is any form of meditation that really helps you to maybe connect into the spiritual realms, because at this time, it's believed that the physical and the spiritual realms become really close. The connection between them um, becomes really, really close together, and there's a sense that you can really connect into that space. So if you are interested in maybe developing or evolving in that way, then I think that taking yourself to meditate and just really connecting into your higher self or your higher consciousness or divine light, divine energy, universal energy, whatever you resonate, whatever you find a good way to to work into this stuff. For some people, actually, it's just the emotion of love. Sometimes the energy of love, because it's the most high vibrational thing in the world, is a great thing. So just even thinking about gratitude and love and connecting to your heart um, could be a wonderful, wonderful way to utilize and get the most out of this time and you know that's really what it's all about is just maybe thinking about ways that you can optimize optimize the the things which are going on astrologically to to help you and you know move you forward um, I've just realized I've been talking for 10 minutes and I haven't even gone into the main part of the podcast so this could be a bit of a lengthy one but I just thought it was really important to maybe go over what was going on um, and yeah I'd love to hear from you guys please let me know if you've got 
any other interesting stories about this time like how has your august been so far have there been anything that's been bubbling below the surface and of course you know in two days time when we do have the lionsgate portal um just yeah just knowing that there is this beautiful um, energy starting to come and move and shift and be transforming in any which way that you'd like it to so um yeah just maybe harnessing and yeah just being open and trusting to what is ahead um but this podcast was to <laughs> do a Q&A so it's going to be a quick Q&A now because I'm conscious that you probably don't want to be listening to me chatting for too long but I got some really lovely questions so thank you so much I put out something on my Instagram stories a good sort of 10 days ago now um, and just said if you've got any questions for the podcast and I'll do like a quick Q&A um, so I'm just going to make my way through those I have some notes in front of me so sorry if you can hear like shifting of bits of paper and stuff like that it's um, just me finding my way to these lovely questions um so the first question is beginners advice for pranayama breathing exercises cool yes so pranayama is the sanskrit word for breath work breathing techniques um anything where we're kind of influencing the the breath um and i suppose my advice is for any kind of beginner, whether you're a beginner just to pranayama or the asana, the physical practice or meditation, um, I think the same rules really kind of overlap that it's worthwhile maybe finding a, a good teacher. So someone that can maybe guide you and give you some really good teaching and sharing to take this forward in a way that really helps you. I find getting a good teacher really feels um, empowering and getting that kind of support maybe early on can be really, really good. Of course, if you don't have um, a teacher that you really resonate with or that you feel actually can really help you with pranayama, um, YouTube is actually really good. There's I can't remember off the top of my head, but if you do a little search into YouTube and ask for, you know, pranayama for beginners, and just doing a little bit of practice at home, I would definitely suggest doing that. But one of the main things I think as a beginner for all of these things and, you know, even spiritual practice, yoga, like I said, like anything that really is a new thing for you when we're learning is to maybe just start really small. And sometimes it's good just to do pranayama for two to three minutes and you can set a timer you can get quite a few little cool meditation apps now so instead of it being like an alarm that goes off you can create a really nice meditation app and it just might be like a singing bowl um, sound and things like that so you can find those just by going if you've got i've got an iphone there's loads on the the app store i'm sure android has similar or same and um yeah just putting that on for two or three minutes so you don't have to clock watch and doing some pranayama that way and then just slowly starting to maybe build it up maybe it's two to three minutes and then three to four kind of thing and then just seeing how you feel and maybe exploring different types of pranayama as well so there's different effects or intentions that can sometimes happen some of the breaths are really energizing some are really calming some are cooling some actually heat the body up 
And again, that'll be personal preference. And sometimes it's good to kind of mix things up. So sometimes I'll do different pranayama depending on actually the moon phases or how I feel, what my mood is, whether it's the morning, whether it's the evening. Um, so you, you might just want to experiment a little bit and see how that is and how that feels for you. So I hope that is um, kind of answered your question um, for pranayama. And that's exciting that you're a beginner and that you're starting out um, learning about breath work. And this it's, there's so much wisdom and power and transformation that can happen through the breath. So it's, it's so, so cool. Um, so that's really exciting. And the next question. Okay, so when you have asked the universe for a sign how do you not think about it all the time any tips yes this is such a good question yeah so this is um i suppose around manifestation and creating your reality and asking the universe for those signs and nudges to give you guidance um yeah i I think sometimes when we're starting out and we are starting to play around with the universe and we're asking questions and we're asking for signs, we can become quite attached to what we're looking for and we can become really um, focused and very direct about it, which has its value and of course is good. But sometimes we do need to release and maybe let go of those things. So sometimes we can get so, so attached to finding that sign but actually we miss it because we aren't looking in the right place or we're not relaxing into the flow of the universe so maybe I would um, think about what your attachment level is to that thing um, and noticing if there's any way that you can really trust so sometimes when we're constantly looking for that sign is because we don't fully trust that the universe will give us the guidance when we're ready and sometimes we have to really work into that deep space of trust and surrender is also a huge part of manifestation as well um, I would definitely try to work with this especially around the full moon the full moon is um, a really good companion for surrender and letting go so maybe you find some time around the full moon to notice how it feels for you notice those energetic nudges for surrender and seeing if you can also do it with that sign for the universe um, and just see how that feels sometimes it's a practice of actually understanding how we let go and how we release and how we surrender um, but again coming back to that word trust seeing if there's practices or ways in which you can start to fully trust that the universe has totally got you you're completely supported and that that sign and that guidance will come to you as well and um, because the other thing is sometimes the the lack of the sign is guidance so not seeing the sign or trying to constantly look for it is actually the guidance if that makes sense so um i'm trying to think of an example so if i was really obsessed with you're trying to get like a new a new role or doing something with my work or something like that or a new project and I was like okay so this is the sign that I'm looking for it's going to be like a white feather or something and then I just don't see it I'm constantly looking for it that might be the universe like saying like 
maybe now is not the right time in the sense that you are really attached to it. You're only going to manifest this when you are in a state of surrender and trust. So sometimes it can give you a lot of guidance to how to kind of take it forward. I hope that makes sense what I've just said. Um, so yeah, sometimes the sign is the lack of it <laughs> um, as well as seeing it uh, as well. So it can be a, a huge mindset process and a huge practice. So um, yeah, to see, to see how that feels when you tap into, and even just like saying those words to yourself, okay, how do I feel when I surrender into the universe? How do I feel when I make my way into trust? How do I feel when I lean into surrender and all those kind of things and just working from that foundation when doing your manifestation work. Okay, so next question is, what was your path to becoming a yoga teacher? Oh, it was a really lovely story, actually. Um, it wasn't as if loads of things kind of happened to push me to become a yoga teacher, but I felt very supported through the whole journey and still am and actually in a weird way I still pinch myself now that I this is my job or this is what my work is and being of service to people it's incredible I love absolutely love everything that comes with it and I started practicing yoga when I was 19 um, I did go to a class when I was like 16 I think or maybe even a little bit younger and it was amazing but it was wasn't the right time for me but when I was 19 I was at a little bit of a crossroads in my life I went to uni then I quit and then I moved home and there was just a few things kind of like up in the air and my mum was practicing yoga um, for a good 10 maybe even 15 years at that point my mum had been practicing for a while and she took me to um, this amazing yoga class and every Thursday me and my mum would go together and I just started to build up my own confidence and empowerment with my practice and I, I suppose in one of those kind of weird ways I had always maybe thought about teaching it like it just made sense and you know sometimes things just do like your logical mind um, will tell you something but then other times like your intuition and your gut and your heart will tell you another so even like early on when I was practicing yoga I was like wow like this would be such an honor to share I'd love to share yoga with people um, so I even think from that early set I had that kind of foundation of where I was very very intrigued by it um, and then I think I was 26, 27 um, when I did my teacher training or maybe 28, oh, I can't remember now, <laughs> my late 20s. Um, so I've been practicing yoga for a few years and yeah, it just started to unfold that I, yeah, I was just really passionate about it and I would be teaching like my friends like all the time so I remember just cramming my friends into my living room or I'd go to like their house so I was I just loved teaching so even before I did my teacher training I was still I was already even um starting that process of sharing it and it just felt right 
and then I was really lucky that I um, did my teacher training which was life-changing and incredible and just the best thing and and then just the way things have kind of like unfolded I got made redundant from my office job my full-time job and that was in 2015 and that was quite a big year for me we got married as well me and my husband got married that year and I left my full-time job and then that's when I suppose like Lena yoga (laughs) my business all really started and it's just been yeah it's been amazing it's been so so cool and that's just how it's kind of all unfolded so yeah I feel lucky to say that I've been practicing yoga a while and it's just been such a massive point of integration for me and you know I remember like people or yoga teachers or you know people that practice yoga a while would say this and now it really makes sense that you know yoga isn't just the time that you're on your yoga mat and it's not just that practice it spills out onto every single thing that you do and it's you know it's the way you have conversations with people it's the way that you give other people space it's the way that you maybe find a sense of humor in situations it's the way you ground it's the way you center it's the way that you look out to the world and it's the way that you see the rest of humanity the universe it's it's such a big part of my life and I almost don't see any separation now between yeah just me going about my day or me being in a yoga pose like being a downward dog you know it's it's all the same um and I never really kind of got that until I became a yoga teacher and I just realized um yeah there was that real deep integration and becoming and being of service and sharing and for me it's such a a huge part of my purpose to be of service and to help and support other people gives me so much fulfillment and I feel it's you know whether you want to call it life purpose or whatever it is I don't know I just do feel very very at home um very much centered and grounded and very calm actually when I teach and when I share and so it's yeah it's just been such a joy and privilege and honor and I just thank everybody that has been such a support because I couldn't have done it without you know my friends my family but also students clients people that come to share their practice with me um I do literally get goosebumps you know when I I look around the space and we're all practicing and breathing together it's just incredible so yeah that has been such a cool path and journey so far it's been very eye-opening fascinating um so much growth (laughs) as well um yeah like I have I've definitely evolved (laughs) a lot since becoming a teacher um and doing something that I'm passionate about so it's been really cool so thank you for that question um and then the last question because I'm just checking the time yeah I've been chatting for a while so I'm going to wrap it up with this last question which is can you explain um what things help intuition so intuition is something which I I get really passionate and um 
excited to talk about actually I do get very excited about intuition because it's such a personal thing as well so I'm going to give you some tips but I I really think that intuition is self-study and self-exploration as well so for me intuition is almost like an inner knowing it's something that just really makes sense and perhaps it's maybe not um, deemed uh within the logical mind so sometimes we can't make sense of it sometimes we get intuition and we're just like i've just got a feeling about something or there's just something telling me about this situation or something that's going on you're just that intuitive knowing um and so when i kind of tap into my intuition for me it is a sense it's kind of a feeling that i get sometimes people get intuition in totally different ways and sometimes you see like messages or synchronicities or sometimes like people will say things and you'll be like yes that's exactly what I was thinking and that can be like an intuitive guidance so it depends in how um, or depends how your intuition works or how your intuition comes to you but I have found that just finding practices that help you come back to the truth of who you are is really just the most beautiful thing ever and not even just from in an intuition space but even just connecting to your own innate wisdom so i do um do quite a lot of work around intuition and the sort of inner guidance or inner wisdom that we get because i believe they kind of they walk hand in hand they're kind of like best friends intuition and innate wisdom and just constantly finding ways to bring everything back to yourself can just really change up how your intuition kind of works and how your innate wisdom comes through. So for example, ways which you can come back to yourself, um, these are gonna be no surprise <laughs> um, to any of you, but meditation, journaling, maybe it's going for a coffee with your best friend or sharing a glass of wine maybe it's talking to your pet maybe it's being outside in nature maybe it is having some reiki cacao i need to do a podcast episode all about cacao <laughs> but cacao amazing for coming into your intuitive nature and your heart energy um third eye activation can be really good as well um yoga reading your favorite book dancing to your favorite music things that just light up your soul um is the broad answer to that um yeah so things that can help your intuition yeah just doing things that really do bring you back to um a sense of wholeness as well um things that unite and bring together um are also really beautiful things and when you start to um get an understanding of these practices and you know sometimes it's worth finding regular things to do whether it's just like once a day or every other day just starting to really build up a, a foundation of these practices and then i find that with intuition it just organically unfolds from it i find sometimes if we force intuition if we force inner guidance and wisdom to come through the it just doesn't flow in the same way 
and my understanding is that intuition and inner guidance comes when it's it's ready you know the universe provides us with what we need so it's finding these practices and being in a, a place of real understanding that when you're ready when you're feeling in the right space this intuition will flow and it will move and um, come to you in a way that serves you best so I hope that has been useful and I've answered those questions um, and given you a little bit of insight um, yeah I love doing these little Q&A's they're really really cool and it's nice to get you guys involved in this as well and get your input and you know getting your questions and the things that maybe you're interested in um, as well so again thanks um, to everyone I'm sorry that I didn't get to answer all of the questions maybe the other ones that I've got written down I can um, do them at um, another point maybe in a couple of weeks or something like that but thank you again and thank you again for being here and listening I really really do appreciate it and I'll speak to you soon before I leave you if you do enjoy these episodes and you like this podcast I would absolutely love it if you can subscribe if you would like to follow me on social media I'm pretty active on Instagram and my handle is at Lena underscore yoga healing speak to you soon